Hi, welcome to the Pampas Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Pamela Carvel. I'm a lifestyle consultant. And today I want to talk about goals and why they need to be smart. Now, the concept of goals needing to be smart, as in the letters S-M-A-R-T, have been around for, for a long time. But I want to share with you, many years ago when I attended my first ever sales training, I remember the trainer asking us what we believed motivated salespeople the most. And we were presented with things such as salary, commission, flash car, winning a, a, a trip abroad, in a whole variety of things. And in fact, the answer to what motivates salespeople is actually knowing precisely what's expected of them. And they got that from canvassing. It was something like 5,000 salespeople in the top blue chip companies at the time. So a, a very large study sample size. And, and that stuck with me because also later in the day, the trainer said something which resonated and I say has stuck with me all this time, which is if you don't know what your destination is, any road will get you there, but don't be surprised if you don't know when you've arrived. Now, that's one of those ambiguous sentences that you need to, to reflect upon. But it's so true, if, if you don't have goals, then how do you know the direction that you need to go in to achieve those goals? How do you know when you've achieved them? And how do you know what the significance of achieving them is? And I guess that's part of the reason why any business plan, any sales plan, any marketing plan needs SMART goals. And those letters stand for S is for specific, M is for measurable, A, achievable, R, realistic, and T, for timed. And I'm going to talk through what each of those letters mean, what, what they really mean, and what the importance is of having something specific against each of those letters. But I'd also interestingly like to add two more letters to that because as I've worked with SMART objectives in many different capacities over many years in, in lots of different kinds of businesses and environments and situations, is I think there needs to be an extra M for meaningful and an extra A for accountability. Um, and I'll explain why. As we go through these. So let, let's start with the letter S for specific. Now, all too often I see plans where there is a goal of, of increasing business. No, not specific. I see a goal of increasing market share. Similarly, not specific. Or perhaps increasing brand awareness. No, not specific. A goal of establishing an online presence. No, not specific. Um, establishing a, a, you know, lots of followers on social media. No, not specific. Because in each of those cases, an increase of just say one or one percent would in essence achieve that goal. And yet that isn't what you really mean by it. So you have to be bold for a goal to be specific. You have to put a number against it or a percentage against it. And you need to establish the base for this measurement. So, so what is the current situation? So instead of a goal of increasing market share, it should be to increase your market share by X percent from a current level of 
X percent. Instead of establishing an online presence, it should be specifying on which platforms and with what size audience and what kind of audience and with what kinds of engagement. Your goals actually can't be too specific. They can be lacking any form of um, specific content. As I said, you know, increasing your business is not a specific goal, but, but they can't be too specific. So the more you can drill down into the detail, the better. So if, for example, you want to grow your restaurant business, that's not a specific goal in itself. But if you break that down into the fact that you want to grow your restaurant business by a certain number of covers at certain times of the day, whether it's for the breakfast serving or the mid-morning or the lunch or the evening serving, what average spend you want to achieve from that level of covers. Because again, there's no point in increasing covers if your average spend plummets so you make less revenue. That wouldn't be growing your business. Then you may want to also break it down into food sales and beverage sales because you'll have a different level of profitability from those two items, especially when it comes to net profit and the levels of staff required to serve food versus beverage. And you may even want to break down the customer demographics because you may want a, a different type of person eating in your restaurant, say, mid-morning when you'll get coffee drinkers coming in versus, say, the evening where you may have people spending a lot of money on three-course dinners with alcohol. You also may want to be specific with what feeder market you want that extra business to come from. Another example, if, if you have a coaching business, a goal of growing your coaching business is not specific. It needs to be what type of clients do you want? Are you looking for personal clients or corporate clients? What level of fees are you wanting those people to pay? What sort of coaching contract do you want them to sign with you? Is it just for, for ad hoc, one-off, or, or do you want them to sign up to a program? And over what time period? So again, there is a huge value in setting a goal that's specific, because if the goal is specific, then the actions you need to take to achieve that goal will be specific and relevant. So to me, that is probably the, you know, it's the first letter for a very good reason, is to get your head around how your goals are specific and drilling down to that detail. Now, in terms of M for being measurable, but I've added in meaningful before measurable. And why have I said that? Because I think in a world where social media does seem to, to dominate the, certainly the marketing agenda, it's all too easy for small businesses to set goals that are not really meaningful for their business. So if a small business with a tiny local catchment area, you know, sets themselves a goal of getting a million followers on Instagram, that is specific. It may be measurable, accountable, achievable, etc. But it's really not a meaningful goal for, say, you know, a 10-seater cafe with a local catchment area. In other words, it's not meaningful to the business. And I think the reason why meaningful is now an important letter to add in is because we work in a global marketplace. Whereas in the past, your marketing was limited by the geographic reach of it and the cost of it 
The fact is that anybody can upload a video onto TikTok or Instagram as two examples and reach a global audience. And therefore, there are big numbers at stake, but those are not necessarily meaningful to your business. I mean, you don't even know who those who those people are. And if you are a small local cafe, they're not going to be visiting your cafe. So let's not get hung up on the vanity of, of having a great social media presence that will never convert into business. And that's why I've added in an M for meaningful. So I mean meaningful in the context of your specific business and what you want to achieve. Now, the traditional M is for measurable. Now, it sounds very obvious to state that if you can't measure a goal, it shouldn't really be a goal. Um, and if you don't have the base number, that's probably a clue that you can't measure it. So saying you want to increase brand awareness, if you don't have an agency, for example, or the mechanics to measure your brand awareness, then setting a target of increasing it is meaningless. Um, similarly, establishing a goal of establishing your restaurant in the local marketplace is not measurable. What is the measure measurement of establishing? It, it's almost a, a meaningless word. What does it really mean? How do you measure if a restaurant is established or not? So any goal needs to be measurable. I mean, if you want to make your company a more attractive employer, right? How, how can you measure that? You simply can't. And if you can't measure it, then you can't evaluate whether you've achieved it. And it's very difficult to know if what you're doing is working. Now, large companies obviously tend to have the resources to establish and measure most metrics. But in a small business, that's unlikely to be the case. So much as you want to, you need to only come up with goals that are measurable. Now, next, A, I've added in another A. So the traditional A is achievable because nothing is more demotivating than a goal that isn't achievable. And too often in, say, a business plan or marketing plan, goals are unrealistic, unachievable goals are set in an attempt to secure the highest possible budget or highest possible funding or to keep senior management happy. But, but there's no real possibility of hitting it. So a goal needs to be achievable within the desired time frame, which we'll talk about in a minute, and within the limitations of the resources available. So my second A that I wanted to add in is accountability, because unless a person, a department, a team is made accountable for goals, then again, they're meaningless because it just becomes a paper exercise of measuring performance without knowing who is accountable, especially because there needs to be steps towards achieving those goals. And therefore, you need to be looking in the interim as to who is accountable for how far you've got so far and then ultimately the achievement. So that's my second A, accountability. Then we come on to R, which is realistic. Now, again, you could say are achievable and realistic the same thing. Well, a goal of, say, a million followers on Instagram might actually be achievable for a small business. There's, there's nothing stopping them in this day and age. They can create some really, you know, funny, entertaining videos and achieve that, those one million followers. But is it realistic? Now, I ask that question because it's also really not meaningful if you've got a 30-seater restaurant to fill seven evenings a week, then you're better to engage with 
a few thousand local residents. So, yes, realistic and achievable. There is some sort of overlap there, but is it a realistic goal for your business? Then we come on to the T, which is timed. Unless there's a time frame against any goal, then again, it's meaningless. So if I want to increase my brand awareness by 2%, I need to know within what time frame or am I going to sit and wait 50 years until it potentially happens? So a time frame is a very, very important part. Come back to where I started with you know, salespeople motivated by knowing precisely what is required of them. There is a time frame attached to that. They need to know if you want me to sell X, I need to know within what time frame as well as what price you want me to sell it at. So that time frame should also potentially be assigned to the different stages of progress towards achieving the goal together with who is accountable for that achievement at those different stages. So I think that goals need to be smart with my S-M-M-A-A-R-T and should underpin any business. To me, no matter what size a business, it needs a vision, it needs a mission statement and it needs smart goals. Thank you for listening. My name is Pamela Carvel. I'm a lifestyle consultant. And if you prefer to, to read things rather than, than listen to my dulcet tones, I do also have a blog and the address for that is Happy Hypno, and that's H-A-P-P-Y-H-Y-P-N-O dot wordpress dot com. Thank you.